Our special song this morning, the one that was supposed to provide the special song, isn't here this morning. The one that is going to provide the special song isn't here either. But when I found out that uh, we weren't going to have that special song that was supposed to happen, beings that it's Sanctity of Life Sunday, my mind went quickly back to a number of years ago. I believe it was actually in uh, 2012 that Megan Montgomery sang a special song that I requested her to sing. And uh, when Judith came in this morning, I asked her if she thought that Megan would mind if she sang the special by proxy this morning. And so I've gone back with Edward's help to get that. And so we're going to play that song this morning. Listen to the words. She put the phone back in its cradle and leaned against the wall. Devastating silence from a long-awaited call. Congratulations had confirmed her deepest fear as she gave herself the church across the street, the band played on, the choir sang another verse of another lovely song, but her world was crashing in apartment 33, and she wondered if she church across the street. She left her apartment at a quarter after eight, drove a mile to the clinic, walked inside the She tries to 
Thank you, Megan. I hope that as the church across the street, that we will be there to lift those that are broken, help those that are wounded, be a support to those that need support. Sometimes we may find it difficult. We think that we can't find those people. But I believe that God opens doors for us. We have to be careful, sensitive enough to see. And I'm not being hard on anybody because I know many times that I've walked away from things and wondered and then found out even at times that I I missed it. May God help us to be that help and support. And if you ever run into somebody that's had an abortion, do not in any way, do not in any way make them feel less than valued. Let them know that God values them even though, even though, I feel so bad for people that feel because of their sin, whatever the case is, that the church bars them or holds them away. Let's love people, love people the best we can. I'm not saying that we just wide open, you know, we still need to guard families, guard your children by all means, of course. But uh, we as adults, we can do things and, and value people as God values them, and uh, love people, even when they are hurting, broken, and uh, wounded by things that have happened. May God help us. May God help us. How do we know that God values life? What really makes it real to us that God values life? If we go back to Genesis chapter 9 and verse number 6, the King James translation says it this way, Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. The English Standard Version says, Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed, for God made man in his own image. That last phrase there is what gives value to human life that is not in any other life. God made man people, humanity, in his own image. It was interesting the other day, Jonathan telling Natalie that about the ribs. You know, tell a five-year-old about the differences in, in the rib count. <laughs> God made man, and then God took a rib out of Adam and made Eve, and Eve became a living soul, just like Adam became a living soul. 
What gives value to human life? What gives value to your life? Sometimes people have a problem understanding the value of their life because they are looking at, a, at the wrong value scale. The, the weight. Is it nice clothes that give value to life? If it's nice clothes, then we would have to think that, that the only people that have any value in life are the wealthy or Hollywood or professional sports figures who, who can spend thousands of dollars a year on their wardrobe. You know, that's an incredible amount of money when you look at people's uh, value system that they place on clothing and accessories. A friend of ours, a friend of ours from several years, years ago, years back, and, and uh, was, was selling some things on, on Marketplace, and I happened to see it, and, and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking that I stuttered around a little bit looking at the prices that they were selling used accessories for. Used accessories. How much are they when they're brand new out of that, out of that name brand store? Is it, is it these kinds of things in the way of possessions of our materials and the accessories that go along with our materials? Is that what adds value to life? Is that what makes a person's life more important than somebody else? Maybe it's success that gives value to life, and failure takes value away from life. Is that what it is? Is that how we measure, measure value? Is because somebody is successful, another person's not successful. You know, it's easy for a person who has failed, and even failed repeatedly, to consider themselves to be value valuable to anybody or to anything because of the failures of their life. Is our success and our failure, is it based on being better or worse than our neighbor? You know, whoever that neighbor might be. Is it that failure at some point in a person's life, is that what seems to define that person? It seems to appear that way by certain standards that people's value goes down as failure takes place, as brokenness takes place, and value goes up as success takes place. Maybe it's possessions. Maybe it's possessions that makes a person have value. Houses car, truck, bank account, real estate, position, power. Somebody might feel like they have a little more value because they have friends in high places. What gives you value to your life? Is it good looks or otherwise? Good looks that adds value and not so good looks that takes away value. That I'm, I'm just not as good as somebody. I don't have as much value as somebody because I don't look like somebody else who is considered to be gorgeous or, or greatly handsome, ruggedly handsome. Oh, 
you know, ruggedly handsome. I'm trying to find anybody here to pick on who's ruggedly handsome. Takes a while. Oh, let's see. I'll just move on. No, I don't. It's not the point. Stop it. Is that what gives us value? Is that what gives us a sense of importance, a sense of, of, of personal, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not too bad, or the lack of that puts us down somewhere in the lower regions of value? Somebody I listened to not too long ago, and then I read an article not too long after that about, the, about how uh, Americans have a warped sense of the value of human life, that we've kind of shifted in some areas. And, and, and both of these, this person that I was listening to speak, as well as uh, the writer, a completely different person was talking about the same things. The person that I heard was speaking is some, some comedian. I don't even know who it was, and probably it's not worth uh, looking him up because most comedians, I, I don't know, I think most comedians aren't really worth listening to, but th- this one comedian said he was giving his thoughts to the warped thinking in America when he told the story of the passing of his father to the dreaded cancer disease and, and, and how two years before this that his father had suffered so greatly and, and then they lost his dad. And, and, and it was really a tragic thing. It was really a hard thing for his family. He talked about that for a little while. And then he began to talk about another aspect of that story of how he and his mother were wondering how they were going to tell their pet dog of 14 years that Pops wasn't coming home anymore. You know, how do you do that? How do you tell the dog? So they finally just went over to the dog and, and told the dog, Pops isn't coming home anymore. He's gone. The guy said the dog got up and walked to the bed, laid down the, in the bed, and died that very night. And the crowd... The crowd gasped and awed over the loss of the dog. The comedian then stated that America's warped in their thinking because when he talked about the loss of his dad, the room was silent. There was no emotion expressed. But when he mentioned the dog, suddenly the room was filled with an expression of emotion of the loss of the dog's life. And then at the conclusion, he said the story about the dog isn't even true. But that's what gripped the hearts of the people that was listening. In all of creation, in all of creation, and I, I, I still believe that God created the heavens and the earth. Do you believe that? God created the heavens and the earth. Do you believe Genesis 1? Amen. We still believe that today. That God created the heavens and the earth. God is the creator of all life. 
And so in all of creation, only humanity is said to have been created in the image of God. Man became a living soul, not just a living entity, but a living soul. And that's the difference between man and all of the rest of creation. A few months ago, somebody showed me a video of another person killing a possum with a ball bat. I don't know what you think about possums, if they're too cute to die or not, but I'm not a real fan of possums. I have a history with possums. You don't want to know the history that I have of possums if you think that they are cute and adorable little animals. My immediate response to this teenager, when they showed me this video, I said, I certainly hope that that video doesn't make it onto some form of social media, because all of society would rise up against them, and they would really have a lot of problems. They would be facing all kinds of problems. <clears throat> they were told to eliminate, the, to take that and do away with that possum, and so they did it with the only means that they thought they had available to them. But society would rise up against them, and they would probably, very probable, they would go to jail over that. The prices of eggs are pretty high right now, I'm told. Incredibly high in some places. I think Merrill told me that the chickens were selling at unreasonable prices at, at Dinkies a week or so ago. I think he said that there were some chickens that sold for 150, 100, was it $150 a piece or something like that, some fancy chickens. I don't care how fancy they are. <laughs> That's some high-priced eggs right there. You know, if, if prices of eggs keep going up, we have a few eagles around here. If somebody could find some eagle nest and, and find some eggs, you know where I'm going with that, don't you? They might be free at the outset, but if you take an eagle's egg and you, you take that out of the nest, there are some high price consequences in the United States for that kind of thing. But you can kill in America, you can kill a baby. You can kill a human baby. You can take the life of an unborn child. We count report released on October the 28th, 2022 from the Society of Family Planning said that the estimated number of abortions provided by a clinician decreased from 85,020 abortions in April of last year that was before the Roe v. Wade uh, overturn. Before that decision, 85,020 in April last year, it fell to 20 or 79,620 abortions in August of last year. That shakes out to about 2,568 abortions every single day of the month of August last year. That means there, there was about 100 abortions that have taken place since we started church this morning. I don't know, 100 and some people are here this morning. You know, so roughly the size of this crowd is, before we get out of here,
Now, some people look at that verse in, in Genesis chapter 9, 6, whoever sheds the blood of man by man shall his blood be shed. They look at the, and focus on that first part there, that, oh, oh, oh God is a, is a bloody God. God is a, a fierce God. God is a mean God. And they want to scratch out the, set, the last part of that verse that tells us why the previous verse or part of the verse is there. That God values life because He has given us of His very image. And that we should not take it lightly that we would think about taking somebody else's life. It's not in the things, it's not in the stuff, it's not in the measurements of society that provide value to the life of an individual, but it's God made you and me, made people, made babies in His own image. Now, now what does that mean, that God made man in His image? What is that? How, does, how do we define that? How do we understand that? Somebody said it this way, and I, I like it, and so I'm going to share it the way he said it. Humans are in the image of God in their moral, spiritual, and intellectual nature. So aside from God being in the picture, where do we find any kind of moral boundaries, any moral moorings, any moral foundations? God provides, and that is what He has given to man in His image as well as the spiritual and the intellectual. And so if we take those three things, being moral and spiritual and intellectual, we must conclude that a person surely is morally blind and spiritually deaf and intellectually broken to believe that taking the life of an unborn child is acceptable. Because God values human life to where he said thou shalt not kill made in the image of god sanctity of life sunday january 22 2023 stamping once again that we with Scripture behind us as the foundation upon which we stand, believe and state afresh and anew that life, human life, is valued by God because He created man in His image. It doesn't matter how broken. It doesn't matter how shattered. It doesn't matter how much failure has been found in that person's life. Life is valued There's consequences to sin, we understand that, but a person to take another person's life should be weighed out very, very carefully and cautiously. You and I, in our positions, we must value life, especially for those who cannot speak for themselves. Abortion is wrong. Let's stand together this morning. And while we rejoice in the reversal 
the overturning of Roe versus Wade, it only puts, puts it back into the state's hands. We still deal with this in America. And let's continue to pray and seek God that it will be diminished year after year and even eliminated from our, from our present day lives. May God help us. May God help us. Pray for those that stand up for the right to life, that fight in the ongoing fight, trusting that God would be a light and a strength to us as well. God, help us to be that voice. Praise God. Praise God. The right to life, sanctity of human life. Precious are the babies that are born. And every one of them have a right, even in the womb. Thank God for it. I don't know if there's anybody here that has brought more or been participant of more babies being born into the world than Christy. I think she's probably uh, got the award this morning of being with uh, newborns. Christy, would you dismiss us in prayer?